Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I am goofing around with my keyboard and my voice and my microphone. See if you can hear this in the background. Uh, I don't know if you can or not, but it's my recording that I'm doing. Can you hear that? Yep, here it is. Mm -hmm. So, relax, let go, feel the melancholy glow. Relax, let go, feel the melancholy glow. So I went to my creative writing group today, and the New York Times website just mentioned uh, KHUHLPFM 104.9. Let's see, wait, KHUH 104.9 LPFM Seattle. It's a low-powered radio station that Hollow Earth Radio, um, it's also on the web, uh, Hollow Earth Radio dot com or dot org oh my gosh i can't remember if it's dot com or dot org but hollow earth radio but um i have a radio show called goddess kring that i've done over a year and every uh every thursday 3 to 4 p.m pacific standard time it's on hollow earth radio i think it's dot org and then it's on khuhlp 104.9 fm seattle and it's a low power radio fm radio station and um I permanently archive my shows on Mixcloud, and it's just really fun to play with my voice and talk and do improv monologues and poetry and play my keyboard and do improv. I've written a couple songs on my keyboard, but actually only remember one that I wrote when I was 11. I haven't really progressed much since then, but <laughs> but um, I'm a huge music fan, listened to a lot of Tori Amos and Tom Petty, uh, who widens my jetty, rest in peace Tom Petty, but... Um, I am having fun playing with my voice. I'm going to hang my art soon at a gallery in Fremont in Seattle. And my art is all, my visual art is also in a place in, um, at a doctor's office here in Seattle right now. I think till the end of February. And then February, March, and April, I have my abstract, uh, pure abstract intuitive drawings and paintings or prints of them. Uh, at a place in Fremont, so I'm excited to hang my art in two different places. It will be for sale, but I'm not really driven and motivated to sell my art as much as I just like to share it and show it, since I make a living as an art model for now. But um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep soon, but I've been goofing around recording my voice and recording my keyboard and experimenting. I have this really cool Casio keyboard where you can record your voice and do abstract sounds and then play the keyboard um, notes up and down on the scale with your voice, uh, making a strange abstract sound. Just like my visual art, I like to do improvisational audio and visual, so that's kind of my style and... Um, and I can make a living as a figure model, so I can do my art the way I want and not worry about if it sells or not. I don't really try to sell my art that hard, but um, I do have a Patreon. I have three patrons, and <laughs> I'm really happy. And um, uh, But I share everything freely online, and you can uh, look at my photos. And um, God, I'm tired. I need to rest. But I just wanted to share that I goofed around with my voice, and it was really fun, and my keyboard... And I will link my mix cloud to this if you want to hear some of my 60-minute shows. I have um, several podcasts, like 49 podcasts and 11 or 12 radio music shows so far. So I have several episodes that are an hour long. Let's see, 49, 59, like 61 basically hours of recorded material that I've created. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy yourself. So now I'd like to read from what I wrote 
There's a, a TED Talk I like, uh, an autistic lady who's very high-functioning who plays in an orchestra. She's Swedish. It's called Neurodiversity, The Key to Unlocked My World by Elizabeth Wicklander, W-I-C-L-A-N-D-E-R. Elizabeth Wicklander, thank you for your TED Talk. I wrote this and I posted it online just now. I love this talk on high-functioning autism by a musician who plays full-time in an orchestra for a living and now again pondering if that is my issue and why I feel so misunderstood and frustrated and like I have so much potential and yet I can't seem to break free from my problems and I'm not even sure what I want in life. So grateful I can be an art model for a living while I try to figure out what I want to do beyond that in my own way. My mind is definitely different in some ways. I cannot stand drinking or smoking, never enjoyed parties or drugs or most social situations and yet I love music and nature and plants and animals and I do repetitive rituals and feel more at ease when my life is routine in a certain way. My senses are heightened. Smell, taste, touch, sound. I sense a lot and get easily overwhelmed. I feel a lack of connection with others and was told as a kid I was shy. I felt left out, excluded, misunderstood, and like I needed someone to help back me up more. I never wanted to fit in as much as I crave being accepted as my own unique self and what I enjoy in others is their unique traits, not necessarily their fitting in traits. I crave communication, and yet when I do communicate with others, a lot of the time it feels not satisfying at all. I am sad the therapy clinic I go to knows nothing about autism, so they are not qualified to diagnose me and not even sure that would help me anyway. This might be something I need to work out on my own with the help of videos online and experts on neurodiversity. My goal is to know the real Shannon and make the best of the brain and body I was born with. I hope someday to be happy and feel like I belong somewhere. My whole life I have felt awkward and left out on some level, hard to explain. I connect the dots differently and I love the concept of non-duality beyond the us versus them and appreciate the work of Joseph Campbell in finding the unity in the diversity of different cultures which he was criticized and misunderstood on. And Hunderwasser, a painter, nudist, naturist, philosopher, who believed there are no straight lines in nature and all kinds of diverse minds. Eckhart Tolle and the presence he describes comforts me. I don't want to fall through the cracks. I want to make the best of my authentic self and want others that who are different to feel they can appreciate themselves and find a place in society and not have to fight bullies, etc. Create a space for us to be included. I need to figure out how to love myself and protect myself from harm. Not sure I'm being clear here, but trying to express my clearly my points. I see music as shapes and moving textures. Synesthesia is part of my brain's way of sensing the world around me. When I hear music from certain cultures, I can smell the food associated with that culture and I get hungry. Now I need to figure out what abstract art prints to hang at the gallery gift shop I was invited to show my work at. So that is my essay that I just wrote and posted on Facebook. I'm going to put it on all my different blogs. I have several blogs. Um, WordPress, Tumblr, LinkedIn, um, <clears throat> LiveJournal, etc., Google+, Plus, all that, all that jazz. I like to write. Maybe I should write a book. I really would actually like to write a book. I might go to my creative writing group today. Maybe I'll write about autism. 
Um, but I'm not saying that I might be autistic to put myself down. Again, I'm not saying that there's something wrong with me. What's wrong with me is that I can't seem to love myself as I am. Uh, what's wrong with society is that they, you know, society judges people who don't conform, which is sad. So it's interesting that in the United States, we're individuals, individualists in a way, but then we, we also think we should need to conform. And so it's weird, weird juxtaposition there. But I feel like what I appreciate about other people, I mean, yeah, we're all similar. Humans all want to be loved. We all want to be to feel connected and to feel loved and we need food and water and shelter and basic human rights. You know, that's, you know, we're all universally like that, generally speaking. But in terms of when you come down to it, every single human is unique and we all have unique voices literally and fingerprints and we all have slightly different ways of seeing. I mean, we don't even know if we see the same color. When you, when you see the color red, it might look different than when I see the color red. So thanks for listening. So maybe I'm a high-functioning autistic person. And when I say that, I'm not trying to put myself down and say that there's something wrong with my brain. I just am saying that maybe my brain really is different from other people. One thing about me that's kind of unusual is a lot of people have told me they admire that I don't drink alcohol. Because you know how a lot of people are addicted to alcohol and they're alcoholics and they have to quit drinking. or They, they, they feel like they need willpower to not drink. Whereas I really cannot stand alcohol. I've never liked alcohol. I don't even understand how anyone can get addicted to it because when I drink, and I've only been drunk like twice in my life and it was really mild and the room started spinning and I had to lie down. So I'm really highly sensitive to alcohol. Don't like it at all. I've also tried smoking pot. Can't stand it. Um, makes me feel paranoid and delusional and makes me feel depressed and makes me just want to lie down and, and, and go. I feel like if I smoke marijuana and get stoned, I don't feel good at all. I feel like my skin is going to fall off. Uh, I see white dots. I ate, I ate hash in Amsterdam once and I saw white dots and I thought my skin was going to fall off. And it, and it was like when they say higher than a kite, I was thinking, okay, it does feel like my, my part of me is floating up there like a kite in the sky and part of me is down here and I don't like it. So I'm thinking, do other people like that feeling of having brain damage um, or do I have a different response? You know, is, is it different for me when you eat hash or smoke marijuana? People who enjoy it, it kind of like relaxes them or calms them down. For me, it makes me feel scared and uncomfortable and disoriented because my brain is already disoriented enough. <laughs> I don't need drugs. I've never done LSD or magic mushrooms or, you know, peyote or anything like that because I don't think that would be good for me. So I have no desire to smoke or drink or go to parties. I don't like bars. Uh, my boyfriend plays music in bars and I, I hate bars and I have to put earplugs in because it's too loud for me. And I love the rock and roll music of Tom Petty and I love Tori Amos and I love Neil Young and Bob Dylan and all kinds of good uh, rock and roll music, but I, I wear earplugs when it's live music. But what I'm telling you that for is that I have a highly sensitive nervous system <clears throat> and I am, I should probably be recording this for my radio show. <sighs> 
I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out, am I mildly, highly functioning autistic? You know, figure modeling, you know, modeling for artists is something that I'm really good at, partly because I love to just sit and stare off into space. I love to daydream because I find interacting with people and making lots of eye contact, I find that kind of exhausting and tiring, and I feel very self-conscious. And I'm kind of caught up in my own inner world. And so when I'm hired to be a model, I just get to sit there, and I don't get in trouble. Like other jobs, if you sit there and stare off into space and you don't look at anybody, you probably would be getting in trouble because you wouldn't be doing your work. Whereas when I model, I'm also just comfortable being nude in front of people. I don't know why. I just don't care. Like, I don't look perfect. You know, I could be more fit and trim, although I'm pretty healthy and I have pretty good DNA. But I'm not perfect at all, and I just don't really mind that everyone's looking at me when I'm nude because I, they're, just, they're just there to draw and paint and make art and observe what a human figure looks like. So I totally feel comfortable doing that. So to make a living as a model for me, it just fits my personality. But then there's times when I feel a little bit bored and a little bit sad, like, okay, I have artistic talent. I, I'm a good photographer. I'm, a good, I'm good at composition with my cameras. I'm good at painting and drawing in my abstract, intuitive kind of Hunderwasser style way. Um, a lot of Americans don't know who Hunderwasser is, but he's this great Austrian artist. I'm good at those certain things. Um, but when I model, I don't get to do any of that. So, you know, I just sit there and stare off into space and hold still in an interesting pose while people draw and paint and sculpt. And I've also worked with photographers. And i um, that's how I make my living. I'm low income, not wealthy at all. I probably could make a lot more money if I had certain ambitions. But um, the way my health care works is better for me to stay low income anyway. And I honestly don't know how to make tons of money anyway. So... Um, yeah, I kind of live a middle-class lifestyle, even though I'm very low income. If you look at my uh, my budget on paper, I'm very low income for United States, Seattle, you know, standards. Um, so basically, I have found a way to survive quite well with all of my pros and cons in my personality. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I briefly thought that I was a mildly autistic. I mean, <laughs> no. See, I said that wrong. I sometimes think that I'm mildly narcissistic in terms of a lot of people think that if somebody is narcissistic, that means they're really arrogant and they think they're better than everyone else and they have no empathy for others. Now that is a certain kind of narcissistic personality trait. There's also another kind of narcissistic personality, which is a more insecure. Actually, narcissism is always about insecurity because if somebody was really happy with themselves, they wouldn't need to be arrogant and bossy and mean to other people. Um, because they would be happy and they wouldn't be doing that. So I actually think that even somebody arrogant like Donald Trump, who everyone says is a narcissist, that's actually a form of insecurity. Because again, if he was really happy with himself, would he, would he really need to be so mean to other people and blame other people and never look at himself and never admit he's wrong about anything? So to me, narcissism is a form of insecurity. But if I am at all narcissistic, it's because I feel insecure and competitive with other people, and I feel um, irritated by other people. But I think it's because I'm highly sensitive, and then I'm thinking, I just watched a TED Talk called Neurodiversity, The Key That Unlocked My World by Elizabeth Wicklander. And she is, I think, Swedish, 
and she plays in an orchestra. She's a, like a cellist, I think, in an orchestra. And she is a very high-functioning autistic person. Um, but when you hear her talk, you really can't tell because she sounds, you know, like people think autistic people always sound really different and they're very strange. But, well, I do think that usually autistic people are very eccentric. Temple Grandin is somebody that I've seen speak live twice, and I would love her. And there's a movie about her starring Claire Danes, if nobody's heard of her. Um, well, Temple Grandin is pretty famous. She has a PhD. She's an expert in annual behavioral science, and she's kind of an expert in telling people what it's like to be her kind of autistic and how education could be improved for kids. Now, my parents, or my mom at least, put me in alternative school, which really helped me because I was picked on a lot as a kid. And I just kind of wrote, because I'm different, because I wrote an essay, I was kind of shy, but, well, I was told that, I, oh, you're shy, you're shy, you're shy. I don't know if I was shy, but I was definitely sensitive and overwhelmed by other people, and I wasn't sure how to, I would just kind of observe and stare at other people and stare at kids on the playground because I, I was just, I just was observing and just feeling like everything was so weird. So I don't even know how to explain what I'm saying. I know that I have synesthesia and when I hear music, I see shapes. I don't mean I hallucinate in front of my eyes, but in my own mind, I, I sense, um, I think of music as visual. And when I hear music, Every song or kind of music has its own shape and atmosphere and size. You know, like certain songs sound like the desert. Certain songs sound like canyons or the ocean or flying in the sky. A lot of Tom Petty songs feel like you're flying in the sky. A lot of Tori Amos songs feel like you're diving into the ocean. I mean, there's lots of textures and shapes that I... And then when I hear music, I can almost smell like Indian music. I can smell Indian food, and it makes me want to eat Indian food. And Mexican music, I grew up in San Diego, California. Lots of Mexican culture there. And so when I hear... And I love Mexican food. When I hear Mexican music and mariachi bands, I like almost start drooling, and I want to like go eat some good Mexican food So and have some tamales and enchiladas and jalapeno peppers and all that good stuff and cilantro and fresh salsa um, onions and garlic and tomatoes and all that good stuff so <clears throat> the point of this post if anybody's listening thank you for listening this is Shani Crink and Goddess Crink in Seattle and I have synesthesia and I might be high functioning autistic and I know I've said this before I mean I'm 49 years old and I've been in therapy off and on for 20 some years. I mean, I make, I'm fairly successful in a, in a basic functional way. Like I'm independent, live by myself, have pretty much been on my own since I was 17. After high school, have lived on my own, work really hard as an art model and a medical model. And I'm really good at doing that. <clears throat> but I feel like mostly I feel uncomfortable in my life. And I feel, you know, like, um, certain relatives in my family think that I need to be on medication. I've tried some different medications, didn't really help. Okay, long story. Uh, to be continued. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I'm taking it easy. And I have two art shows up. Well, actually, one is up in a in a medical office right now, and one is going to be in an art gallery in the Fremont neighborhood of Seattle. Uh, the opening is Friday, February 2nd from 6 to 9 p.m. I will link my web page to this. And I am still a little bit ill. I uh, had a modeling job last night and that went well. But I'm still a little bit ill. 
Oh, and my radio show, um, my cough is mostly gone, but my lungs still feel a little weird. So I'm eating a lot of raw garlic and ginger tea with honey and lemon and resting a lot. But my, um, what was I going to say? My my uh, radio show was on yesterday, and it was uh, my dad singing. My dad has written folk music. And my poetry and my piano music and my, you know, improvisational poetry and piano keyboard music that I create and a recording I have from myself when I was 12 years old playing piano and I forgot what else. But um, I will link my website to this post. I just wanted to catch up with everyone, whoever's listening. If anybody's listening, thanks for listening. And I've been going through a bit of a mood issue lately and been still battling this uh, cough, but it's mostly gone. Just uh, kind of evaluating my life in a certain way, but excited to hang some of my abstract art. And so thanks for listening. I guess I don't have a lot to say right now. I just want to rest. Okay. Bye-bye.